So um, I do have something awesome for us today that God spoke to me um, about a couple weeks ago, and I just kind of want to just share it with you. So we're going to go to 1 Peter chapter 5, and we're going to read from there. Let me know when you're there, if you could say a loud amen, 1 Peter chapter 5. Yeah, that's good. Thank you. Amen? All right. So verse 7, one verse. See how we do? Verse 7. Casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Amen. That's it. Yeah, I know. Let's read it again. Casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Father, thank you so much, Lord, for your word. I pray that today we just speak to us and you allow us to receive, God, from your holy word, God. We thank you. We bless the words, Lord, that you've left for us. We bless these moments, Lord, this time, Lord, that we have together, Lord. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. Today's message is called One Good Choice. Say that with me. One good choice. Amen. First Peter chapter 5, verse 7, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. I was able to pull out uh, six things that I think are important when we read this verse. Um, I know it's a small verse, but there's so much here that we need to understand. First thing, if you're writing notes, you want to write down, he cares for what you care for or for what I care for. He cares for what I care for. What God is asking here through, through the writer inspired by the Holy Spirit, he's saying not that you should ignore what your cares are or you should uh, put them in the back burner, but that God is actually concerned about what you're concerned about. Amen? God finds it important. He values what your concerns and your cares are and your anxieties are. That word care there covers all those three things, concerns, it covers anxieties, and it covers worry as well. Things that we worry about, things that concern us, things that, that uh, we care about, God cares about them as well. The, the thing is that he wants, them to, he wants us to put them in the right place. And the right place, just so you know, according to this verse, is him. Amen? So he's not saying you're never going to have concerns. He's not saying you're never going to have cares. You're never going to have anxieties. What he's saying is if you place him in the right place, things will align. It will be clear. He'll give you direction and guidance. The issue is, is that we take our cares and our concerns and our anxieties and we take ownership over them. And those things, we don't own them. Those things belong to the Lord according to this verse. Amen? Concerns are important matters of life you may, have, you may not have the answers for. You may have a concern in your life. There might be a situation in your life, and you don't have the answers. That's why you're concerned. You don't know what's going to happen. Amen? The other thing is you're worried. You're worried because you don't have a solution to the matter. It's out of your hands, so you're worried about it. You don't have a solution. So concerns is you don't have answers. Uh, worried is that you don't have the solution for it. 
Anxiety, the same thing, similar thing. Anxiety happens when you have no control over the matter. But you want to have control over the matter. But because you don't have control, guess what you get? Guess what you get? Oh, come on, guys. Huh? Anxiety. You get this feeling of like, I'm not in control. I wish I was in control because I want this thing to work out and I want it to be good. But because I don't have control and, and someone else might have control or the situation itself has control, I get anxiety. And these are natural things that happen to us. But God knows us because he made us. He designs us. So he's not saying you're never going to worry. You're never going to have concerns. And you're never going to have anxiety. What he's saying is if you put those things in the right place, you'll have the right direction. You'll have the right guidance. He cares for what you care for. Amen. He finds those things important. He values the things that you care for. The second thing that I grab from this verse here is what he says in the New King James Version. He says, casting all your care upon him. Cast them. The second thing you want to write down is you need to cast them. That means you need to release them. You need to give them. You need to let them go. Amen. Holy Spirit's not going to take them away from you. God's not going to come and snatch it from you. You have to be willing to let it go. Cast those things to the Lord. Amen? You know when, uh, when the disciples were in the boat all night, Jesus had died. They didn't know what was going to happen. Are you with me? They didn't know what was going to happen. They were terrified and they were scared. And Peter said, we're going to go fishing because that's what we know how to do. We're going to go back to fishing because that's what we're good at. So they were fishing all night, all night, and didn't catch anything. And you could hear a message called Breakfast with Jesus on the podcast. But Jesus appears, resurrected, calls out to them, right? He calls out to them, and they, they've been fishing all night. And he's like, get some fish so we can eat together. And they're, they're like, we've been fishing all night. We haven't caught anything. And he says, cast your net. Cast your net on the right side. You got to let it go. You got to cast your issues. You got to release your concerns. You got to release your worries. You got to release your anxieties on the right side, which for you is this side, but on the right side, on Jesus Christ. You got to, you know, but what do we do with our worry? But what do we do with our anxiety? What do we do with our concerns? We, you know, we, we, we go to bed with it. We, we lay on our pillow. We hug it, right? We, we baby our worry. Oh, we feed our worry. Here you go. Our concern. Here you go. We just, we just want to see this thing grow. We can't let it go. And what God is saying through the Bible, through his word, is you got to release them. You got to let it go. Let it go to the right place. Cast your net in the right place. And watch Jesus show you an abundance of direction, an abundance of guidance, an abundance of answers and solutions for your cares, for your concerns, and your anxiety. Amen? Amen? So the second thing is you got to release it. you got to cast it. The first thing is he cares for what you care for. The second thing is you have to release it. Can't put it in the trunk of your car. Can't take it to work with you. Can't post it on Facebook. Hello? 
or Twitter or any other place. You got to let it go. Tell your neighbor, let it go. Let it go. Come on, tell them, let it go. You got to let it go. The third thing, if you're writing notes, that we grab from this, this awesome but simple verse, but awesome verse in the Bible. Amen? It says, casting all your care upon him. So the, the third thing is placed upon him. Who's him? Loud. Amen, Jesus. We have to take these concerns, these worries, and these anxieties and put them in the right place. And his name is Jesus. He's the savior of the world. He is the Messiah. The Bible says in Colossians that he created everything on earth, everything visible and invisible, everything on earth and everything in heaven. He is the creator of everything. Everything was made through him and for him, the Bible says. Amen. He is the creator. The Bible says that God used the word to create everything. Who is Jesus? And he says, put your cares upon him now i'm going to say a statement and and i don't mean this in a disrespectful way it's not going in it's not going in the trash amen it's not going in the shelf amen it's not going to be put away so that you can forget it and so that god you know sometimes we look at our cares and our concerns and our anxieties and we think god will take care of it i'll go over here and you say god's got it Right? You come to church and you're like, God's got it. And then you go home and and it's nighttime and you're about to go to bed. And guess what? God don't got it. You still got it. Amen? So you forget that you have to place those cares, those worries, those concerns upon him. And you got to let it go. And it's not like it's going to be forgotten. It's not so that when you, when you take these things to Christ, it's not like he's just going to be like, okay, good, you go ahead and just do your thing. No, what, what happens when you bring it to him is that solutions come, answers come, direction comes right there in that place. But we go to, to the place where we shouldn't. We take him to work. We take him to our family life. We, we explode on people out of nowhere. Why? Because you haven't released your cares to Christ. You put them upon yourself rather than upon Christ. Are you with me? You must place them upon him. He became sin, although he had not sinned. He was perfect. He never sinned, but became sin for you. He became sin so that you may become the righteousness of God. And when when the Bible says, put your cares upon him, it's the creator of the entire world, galaxies, and the heavens. And he is interested. He is interested in your cares, in your concerns. Amen? That's the third thing. So he cares for what you care for. You got to cast him. You got to release them. And then it's on him. It's upon him. Amen. I want to read uh, a version with you here. 
the same, uh, you, you don't have to go to it, um, but I'm going to read verse 7 in the Amplified Version. So you can look up here, and, and I just want you to read the language for the fourth thing here that I'm going to explain. It says, casting all your cares, all your anxieties, all your worries, and all your concerns once and for all on him for he cares about you look at how he cares about you with deepest affection and watches over you very carefully wow so the fourth thing there is a little a little phrase that says all your anxieties all your worries and all your concerns once and for all amen the fourth thing is once and for all when you release, when you cast your, your cares upon him, it's once and for all. Meaning, no take backs. Amen? Can't take it back. Can't say, you know what, Lord, I don't like that you're not answering right now. Or, or I don't like your strategy on this. Can I take it back and I'll figure it out. Right? Let me worry some more. Let me have anxiety some more. Can I just give you, can I just be real with you? Can I give you an example? Amen? Amen? All right, so sometimes as speakers, and I think all speakers have this concern. <laughs> it's funny, actually, saying it out loud. You want to do a good job. Amen? You want to deliver the message good. Okay? Because God gives you this word, and you're like in it, and you're just like, wow, this word is good. Everyone's going to love this. This is awesome. Right? And so you get, like, you humanize it to, to a certain extent. And when there's been times, well, there's a, there was a few times where I had anxiety about that because I knew that, like, I don't have full control of that. Like, it's a partnership with God. And so there's trust. I have to trust him. He trusts me with the word and I have to trust him. And so it's a partnership. And so there was anxiety there because I didn't have full control of that. So one day I was in the back, and I've said this before, but it, it matters today. I was in the back, and I, w- I was feeling that anxiety, like uh, the, the stuff you feel. I don't know if you guys have ever felt anxiety, but it's just, it doesn't feel very well. And then uh, God said, why, why are you so anxious? He's like, uh, why are you so worried and concerned about preaching good? Why don't you just worry, or, or he, he, didn't say, he didn't use the word worry, but why don't you focus on that I'm good, and that's it. And that completely changed everything. That was, that's what happens when you take your cares, you take your concerns and your worries, and you place them upon him. What happens there is he actually gives you direction and answers for things. And if he's silent at times, you keep going to him until you hear from him. And he might say something to you that's not even pertaining your concern, Right. He, he doesn't necessarily come and say, OK, give me anxiety and he OK, concern and he takes it. He'll say, no, no, no. You're just thinking wrong. You're just thinking the wrong way. Think like this with the mind of Christ. And it completely gives you clarity. Amen. That's why it says to just once and for all, let it go. And I don't have to concern myself with preaching good because God's good. Amen. And I may, I may have preached a whole terrible message, but at least we read the Bible. 
Amen? So I heard a preacher say that. At least, you know, if the message was bad, at least you read the Bible. So at least you guys can go home and ask the Holy Spirit because you got a couple verses and good. Amen? So I'm not concerned with that. So if you have concerns, whatever it might be, it might be that you want to help the homeless, right? And you have this big care for the homeless. And you, and you go to Skid Row and you're like, oh, my Jesus, like, how? There's How? And you, you care and you take that home and you burden yourself with it. And some of that we call, sometimes we'll call those kind of burdens, we'll call them like, yeah, this is like a holy burden that I carry. You know, like I just have this passion. And, and like you can't sleep. It's not healthy if you, if you can't sleep at night, if you can't function. What God wants is take your care, take it to Christ, put it upon him, and watch him give you direction. Amen? And the little that you can do, do. And he'll place you in the big. So once and for all. That was the fourth thing. So we have, he cares for what you care for. You have to cast them. They're placed upon him, Jesus Christ. And once and for all, you let them go and he gives you. The, the, the fifth thing is he cares for you. So he just doesn't care for what you care for, but he cares for you. Can you say amen to that? He cares for you. I love what this version says. He cares about you with deepest affection and watches over you very carefully. Not just carefully, but very carefully. Amen? Very carefully. We, we were at, at Bible study, uh, Bible, or the gathering, excuse me, on Wednesday, and talking about how Solomon built the temple, and God told him, I'm going to put my name, my eyes, and my heart on this temple. The temple of Christ, the temple of the Holy Spirit is us now. And God has placed his eyes on us. He takes care of us very carefully. So what does this do? What it should do. You ready for this? It should make you very calm and happy. Amen? You know what blessed means? Anybody know what blessed means? Just one word. Can you say it? Okay, I'll say it. Blessed means happy. Happy. God wants you blessed. You know how the, you know how Jesus stood in the in the in the uh, the Sermon of the Mount, and he's like, "Blessed is this person, and blessed is that person." He was saying, "Happy." He wants you ha- happy. I know it's weird, right? He wants you smiling. He wants you relaxed. My burden is light and easy, the Bible says. Jesus says that if you're weary, if you're heavy, heavy laden, come, come. I will give you rest for your souls because my burden is light and easy. Say easy. It's not difficult and tough and rough, right? Oh, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. And that's all. That's where you cut off, right? There's some good stuff after that if you didn't know. Amen? He protects you is what the Bible says. He's with you is what the Bible says. He takes care of you very carefully. You've ever had something that you're like, okay, I, no one can touch this. Okay? 
Remember when you used to get new shoes when you were a teenager? I don't know about you, but I, some of you still have that. And you got new shoes when you were a teenager, and you had to, you walked like, God, I want to put a crease on these. I'm never going to wear these again. I'm going to go back to my old shoes, but I want all the friends to see it. So here you are. Here are my new shoes. Don't touch my shoes. You remember that? Don't look at my shoes. And people would be so mean. They're like, let me step on your shoes and blah, blah, blah. I'd be like, man, stop. These are new. These aren't anymore, but these were new. And at that moment, they're new. Like, don't touch. You have to take care of them very carefully. You get home. If there's a crease, you put a sock in it. Amen? You put a sock in your shoe so that it gets nice and like uncreased and you clean them and you wash them. You put them in the box and you put it under your bed. Amen? That's how God takes care of us. But even more, of course. But he sees, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit is preparing the bride and there's, if there's any blemish, he cleanses, he cleanses her. If there's any wrinkle, he irons it out. Come on, y'all. What are you worried about? What are you concerned about? What do you have anxiety about? If he takes care of you very carefully. (sighs) Some of us need to cast our cares. I don't know what you have on you. I don't know your life personally. Some of you I do, but I don't know exactly everything in your heart that you're going through. But he cares for you. He wants you to just release it. Just release it on him. Release it on him. The Bible says that he empathizes with us, that Jesus empathizes. When you have empathy for someone, means that you can place yourself in their shoes, no pun intended. You can place yourself in their shoes. He emp- Why? Because he came down from heaven, became human like us, the Bible says. That we don't have a high priest that's just a regular high priest. This high priest is God, and he was human at the same time, so he knows us. He was tempted in every way but did not sin, so he knows you and I very intimately and deeply. And therefore, he empathizes for you. It's so hard for us to empathize sometimes, right? Like, he, like God empathizes for the people we don't like. You get what I'm saying? He has empathy for the people that you and I may not like. Somebody may come out on TV and I do the same thing. I just keep it real. Somebody may come out on TV and I'm like, ah, oh, God, this person. And God's like, I love that person. I have empathy for that person. Lord, help us. Amen. That was number four. No, number five, he cares for you. Number six, this is not necessarily something that's in the verse, but it's, 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 uh, it's sort of the whole point of this whole thing. When you release them, those cares, you receive answers. Amen? When you release them, you receive answers and solutions. When you give him your care, you don't get back stones you get bread. Amen? God gives you direction. He gives you perspective. This is so important because for many of us, perspective is reality. Amen? For many of us, how we see the world is how we perceive it is our reality. Even if it's not right, even if your perspective is skewed in some way, but you see it as reality. 
God, when you bring your cares, when you bring your anxieties, your concerns to him, he gives you heavenly perspective. He gives you the entire vision of the whole thing. He gives you from beginning to end. He gives you wisdom. Amen? He gives you wisdom. That's the whole point of casting your cares on him so that he may give you wisdom. He may give you direction. He may give you perspective. Amen? If you're going to pray, don't worry. If you're going to worry, don't pray. Or at least ask God to help you not worry, okay? Let's go to Philippians. You'll see why I say that right now. Go to Philippians if you can. If you can find if I can find it. Where is it at? Okay. I'm going to read the uh, NLT on this one. Philippians 4. Uh, verse 6. Amen? If you don't have it, it'll be on, on the TVs. All right. It says, don't worry about anything. <laughs> Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, direction, wisdom, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Say amen. amen. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. But most of us worry about everything and pray about some things. We have to pray about everything and stop worrying. Tell God what you need. Give him thanks and receive peace. That's beyond all understanding. See, you receive the peace because you stopped worrying and you started praying about everything. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything you can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds. This is exactly what happens when you cast your cares upon him. God is good. Amen. Let's go to, uh, to, to finish here. Well, soon to the book of Luke. Chapter 10. No, no, we're almost done, guys. So I gave you six things. Uh, the first one was he cares for what you care for. You must release them. You must cast your cares. Uh, you must place it upon him, Jesus Christ, not under your pillow. Amen. It's once and for all. You can't take it back. He cares for you, not just for what you care for, but he cares for you very carefully. And when you release them, you receive answers. Pray about everything. So Luke chapter 10 Verse 41. Let me know when you're there, please. And I'm going to read New King James. Jeez, let me. Jeez, let me out. 41. Where are you? There you are. Oh, this is so beautiful. I love, I love the word of God. And Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, <laughs> you are worried and troubled about many things. 
But one thing is needed. And Mary has chosen that good part, which will not be taken away from her. Oh, Martha! Martha, you're worried and troubled about a lot of things. So many things worry you, Martha, in here at Grace and Love Church. You're worried about so many things and troubled about so many things, Martha. Martha, wake up, Martha. (laughs) You're worried. You're troubled. So many things trouble you, Martha. This is Jesus Christ speaking here. Amen? This is his wisdom in full effect. He knows the heart of Martha. He knows Martha just wants to help. She has concerns and cares. They're not bad things, you see. Are you with me? She wants to serve Jesus. She wants to cook. She wants the house to be clean. She, she, maybe she came up with some, some activities, some board games. I don't know what Martha's doing, right? But she's doing a lot of things that are good things. Good cares, good concerns, good good anxieties that she has because she wants things to look good she wants things to work out she wants things to be successful she wants things exactly how she plans them and if they don't work out how she plans them Martha's gonna explode with worry please listen to this church of Jesus Christ sometimes Things aren't going to work out the way that we planned them in our head. Just because you pray to God. Let him give you direction. I'm going to tell you a testimony that I heard yesterday. We went to a pastor's meeting. I was invited for the first time to a meeting with a group of pastors to have breakfast and listen to some word. Can we give God a hand for that? That's That's a good testimony in itself. This older man, his name was Jeff, comes up. He said that he was sitting at Starbucks. I believe the date was October 9, 2008. Sitting at Starbucks with his wife. Him and his wife wanted more for their church. He's a pastor. They wanted more. They wanted, they wanted revival. They wanted growth. They wanted to see God move in the city. A lot of things that pastors think about all the time. And maybe some, some leaders think about all the time. And and they were talking, and they were like, and their prayer was this. They said, Lord, basically, I'm paraphrasing, either you do something or move us out of the way and do something. But we want to see your glory in our city. Amen? That was 2008. The market started to go horrible in 2008. I don't know if you remember. Started to go bad. Banks were closing. Banks were merging. Stores were closing. St- people were lit- losing their homes. It went really bad in 2008, 2009. The church that he was leading and still is leading, thank the Lord, was, went through a horrible time. They were, they, were, uh, 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 they were behind in their mortgage like three or four months. They were in the hole. They were deep in the hole. He said, we were, get, we were being shipwrecked. Like when Paul was being shipwrecked. And there was a moment when Paul and the, and the other guys are in the boat and they're like, okay, I think we're done here. We have to jump ship now or we're going under with it. Amen. So he, so he had a meeting with the group and he said, I think we're done here, guys. Everyone grab a piece of wood and head for the shore because I'm heading for the shore as well. Amen. 
So some pastor hits him up on Facebook and asks for a meeting. They meet at, at Starbucks, of course. <clears throat> and they just talk, yeah, you know, ministry, God's good. You know, the word, hallelujah, praise the Lord. Nice meeting you. <clears throat> talk to you soon. A few, maybe weeks, maybe days go by. And the pastor calls him, that the pastor, he was from Orange County somewhere, calls him again. Hey, let's meet up again. And Jeff was like, I guess, yeah, okay, meet up. Because it was, you know, it was just like a acquaintance, like coffee, haha, bye, you know. <clears throat> so they meet again. And they're like talking. And, and this pastor, he didn't say his name, but he said, hey, listen, um, there, we have a member in our church who's uh, basically he's, a, he's like a, a famous chef kind of thing. And um, something happened with some money, and uh, he said that he wanted to give some money away as a form of encouragement to someone. Okay? This guy that was saying the testimony, his name's Jeff. I'm, I'm sure we'll, we'll see him soon. I, I just know it. Um, He's, he's big on encouragement. He loves to encourage people. It's his, his thing. He says, yeah, this, this money is, is to serve as an encouragement to a, to a church. And, and uh, we were wondering if you had any needs. Now, mind you, the prayer was, Lord, we want revival. We want growth. We want you to blah, blah, blah. You know, that kind of prayer. And here he is in the dumps. I mean, the church, he's about to lose it. Members have left, things have dwindled, and this guy's telling him, we want to encourage you with some, some funds. Not exactly the answered prayer, but, but it's still God moving. He says, uh, what do you need? Like, is there a need that you guys have right now? And he was like, ah, oh, well, Yeah. We are, like, behind in this. We're behind in that. We don't have this. This has happened, blah, blah, blah. I think the lights are out. I don't know. Everything's. Well, what, how much? They did the math. It was, like, 33000 or something like that. And he was like, no problem. We'll take care of it. As a matter of fact, we'll pay for the entire year's budget coming up. Yes. We want things to work out our way. We want things to, for we plan, we Martha it. Oh, yeah, we're going to, this and this is going to happen. And our prayer matches what we think should match. And, and God's like, Martha, you're troubled and worried about many things. But Mary, verse 42, if you could read with me. But one thing is needed. And Mary has chosen that good part, which will not be taken away from her. But one thing, say one thing. One thing is needed. One thing. Say one thing. One thing is needed. One thing is needed. This is not Pastor Mario's word. This is Jesus Christ saying, one thing is needed. 
One thing is needed, and Mary chose it. Mary chose that good part, and it will not be taken away from her. So it was one thing, it was a choice, and it was good. That's one good choice. That is one good choice. See, casting your cares upon him, sitting at his feet, listening to him speak and saying, Lord, this is what I got. I, I didn't bring much. I may, I may not have, I have stuff to give, but this is what I brought today. Look, I have these concerns, these cares, these anxieties, God. But I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna try to work it out like Martha, Lord. I don't want to. I don't want to do that. I want to sit at your feet, and I want to hear what you got to say about him, Lord. I want to make that good choice that Mary made, casting my cares upon Him. That is one good choice. And sometimes we're gonna have to make that. Listen to me, please. Sometimes you're going to have to make that one good choice over many others. And sometimes it's not going to feel good sometimes. Especially if you are Martha in nature. If you are Martha in nature, you like to plan and make sure things work out and you worry and you're heavy and you're just like, ah, you know. If you're like that, it might hurt. Sometimes your flesh, your brain, right? Your, your gray matter might feel weird. You saying, no, I have to make this one good choice. I have to, you know, Mary would sit. You know, I can't, I can't sit on my knees because then I won't get up. But Mary, will, Mary would sit. Martha's going crazy in the kitchen, cleaning, figuring things up, putting signs up. Mary's, I could be helping over here. Because that would be good. Serving is good. But man, this one thing that I'm doing right now is my favorite. Because <sighs> right here, this place, this is where all the answers are. This is where I can hear his sweet voice. He doesn't even have to, he doesn't have to even give me answers, actually. I just want to hear his voice. I just want to sit at his feet, put all my cares at his feet, and just say, Lord, I want to hear your voice in this matter. And leave those concerns there. Here you go, God. Thank you for that. I needed that clarity. That's the one good choice that we need to make as believers every day of our lives. Every single day. You want to have success in life? You want to feel good? You want to feel blessed, happy? That, that choice there, if you're not doing that choice there first, it's going to be tough in other areas of your life. You need to make that one good choice like Mary did. Put your concerns, cares, anxieties all at his feet. And watch him, watch him move. Watch him move. I believe God's going to move in your life. I believe that you have, you're carrying some stuff right now 
that you may not have clarity. You may have choices. You may have doubts and worries and things in your brain that are just like rattling around. And right now, I feel a presence of God just moving in this place that wants to give you clarity, wants to give you direction and guidance. And he wants you to finally just release, cast, cast your net. Just cast it all on him. Let it go. And watch him give you direction. Amen? All right, let's pray. Thank you for listening to the Grace and Love podcast. We hope you are blessed by this message. If you have a prayer request, we would love to hear from you. Please feel free to contact us. And if you're in the LA area, we would love to meet you. We have services Sundays at 2 p.m. and Fridays at 8 p.m. We are located at 1900 Medford Street, Montebello, California, 90640. Thanks again, and God bless you.